0: let me ask you something. Have you realized that
1: what happens in your mind actually shows up in your reality? Are you living your dream life or your worry life? Welcome to the Dream Team Podcast, where we will reverse engineer what our wonderful and successful guests have done to create a life
0: that they love. So you can too. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. We're back for our follow-up show on Renee Marino, who hopefully you watched on Monday. Renee is a communication coach and a former actress. And she came and talked to us and told us how she keeps going despite all her fears, how she's taught herself to live her dreams and never look back, and how she has used everything every power that she had in her body to transmute into her success. She is an incredible communication coach. She has a podcast, she has a book, she has a course. But what were the secrets of success? How has she got to this point today? Let's take a look. So um, let's, let's talk. Marissa, Marissa, what do you I'm think? Idea. First, what was the biggest takeaway? There were some extraordinary, big lessons, weren't they, in the message from Renee? Yeah, I have a lot.
1: I've I've, re- I've taken notes like crazy, and uh, I think we we'll get into each one. But the biggest one is that she said that she, uh, I didn't want fear to win. I no, I didn't want to let fear win.
0: I love that. It is yeah. a big one,
1: and then I I'll have a big thing about that. But I think I'll talk that towards the end, but there were so, so many. For yeah. example, first. the first one I, I got, the, I think is very important one and most of our speakers have it. So I think if you don't have it, you need to right now go and learn it, find a way to learn it is that they knew they wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, a big thing is that most people that um, are struggling with this mm-hmm. is don't take the time to do that first step mm-hmm. to find what that is. You know, it, oh, well, might, it might, yeah, there are some people that are born with that. You know, I, I have a niece that she's so artistic. She just draws all the time. She's drawing, she's painting. She's amazing. So we've always knew that she would do something around that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if you don't know what that is, mm-hmm. most likely you will never get it. Because how are you, go? Who, how is someone else going to provide it for you if you don't know? Okay. So I think it's a very important Part and I think we've interviewed enough people already. They might not have it very young, they might not have it, or might, it might be a process to get there. But once they get it, you know, it's just ignites, it makes everything happen.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, um. It, we were talked about her musical theatre career and, I mean, wanting to become an actress is, you know, it's a really ambitious thing to do. Um, people are always going to say to you, well, oh, no, maybe you shouldn't do that. Uh, she said that her parents said, well, you know, we'll support you, but, you know, you're sure you don't want to do something more sensible. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I asked her, how did you get through? And she said, you know, tenacity, hard work. She went for it. She had this idea that you had to go for it and you always had to be ready for every opportunity. So you were always ready She overrode the voice that said she couldn't do it, and that's back to your point that we all have that that voice. Mm -hmm. All, yeah, Yeah. we all have that voice, and the difference is, Renee, when I'm not listening to it, I'm not accepting what it said. When it said you can't, you're not good enough, they're not going to pick you. She said she was five foot two, which is short as a dancer, but she still went for the dancing auditions, even when it was clear they wanted tall dancers. You know, she refused to accept that she couldn't. And that's extraordinary. And that brings us to, you know, when, when we said, well, how come you have this belief? No, how come you had this tenacity to refuse to lose? How come you wouldn't accept that voice saying, you're not good enough, you're not tall enough, there's no point going? And, and then she said, well, she thinks her parents, and particularly her father, had a lot to do with that because he they instilled in her this belief you can do it you can be it if you believe it you can do it keep going try so she had this team which is a really important principle a she had system, this yes. a support system she had a mentor in her parents that believed in her and said you can do it and if someone else is telling you you can do it when that voice comes up and it's going actually you can't you can't you can't their other voice, that your parents' voice, your mentor's voice, your coach's voice is there going, yes, you can. Then you've got a chance. You've got a chance to say, actually, I'm not listening to the negative voice. I'm going to listen to the other voice. It's yeah. always a choice. Which voice do you choose? And do you, want cho- do, do you want to live your dreams or do you want to live your fears, which is what we talk about all the time?
1: Yes, I think that it was a very important because she didn't allow that voice to ruin her or take her to the other path. You know she she was aware of it and then she i don't think she questioned herself so much i don't think she doubted herself so much because she had that belief from a young age but she still felt the fear mm-hmm. and just it did she didn't allow it to win she always wanted you know she didn't allow fear to win and i think that it's amazing um experience because then if you allow that to happen you give way to something very important that she says you give way to anticipation and that anticipation and that doubt and that thing that happens before it can become bigger than the actual thing
0: mm. yeah and yes she was saying that's right that it, it it actually most of the worst things that we're afraid of when they happen aren't as bad as we think but the more we put them off the more we don't do it i mean it's for example, paying your taxes. You know, oh, I've got to do my taxes. I've got to do the accounting. You know, we will hate gathering the receipts. We hate doing the accounting. But when you sit down and you do it, you're like, phew, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. You know, um, or cleaning the house. Oh, I don't want to clean the house. It's such a hassle. I don't want to do the gardening. Yeah, that's resistant. It becomes
1: bigger, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then... You the know, volume... she said something,
1: a very key ingredient as well. So what would happen if you don't do it?
0: Yes. You know,
1: because then would you happy with a regret of missing out on that opportunity you know something that you've been waiting for so long or something that you want so much and then you just let it go because of that I yeah. think I love that you know what would happen if you don't do it you yeah. know yes. so I think it's, it's also a good way, way and then also with doing that you can trick your brain mm. because your brain will always try to protect you you don't know that is that's what the reason why it do it it does it, but it's trying to protect you just to to keep just to keep you on the safe space on the status quo. Yeah. Yep. So survival, yeah.
0: survival brain. Your brain is mostly about survival. Your heart is about living your dreams. So it's almost like there's a little mm-hmm. bit of a heart versus head. And we've all known that. Like your heart tells you to love somebody and your head's going, don't risk it, it's going to break your heart. You know, and that's that, that that's that you've got to have this this awareness of what's in your head, which is about survival, and what's your heart, which is about wanting you to fly, jump, live, love, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so um, she said there was nothing worse than the not doing something and then regretting it later. And it was actually oh, all actually, that is a far worse thing. Like you, you think, I can't do it. I haven't got the money. I'm getting too old. I haven't got the energy. I haven't got time. I'm afraid. I'm not good enough. I can't do it. All the things we say about whatever it is our dreams are. And then another year goes past and you haven't done it. And a whole year and you're still in exactly the same situation. Now, that's so sad that is so sad. Now, it's much better to have gone through the year and you spent the money and you lost it. You start the business, you failed. You got married, you got divorced. You, you know, do, do, do. But at least you tried. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in the trying, you will have learned something. And then the following year, maybe that's the year you get it right. But it's you know, she was like, just do it. Like the Nike ad, just do it. When you feel the yeah. fear, do it anyway. And it's so true. So, so true. Thank mm-hmm. so, Oh, I loved it. She it's said, yeah. "So actually, just she said, when you when you feel the fear, make it a must. So when you're afraid, instead of going, oh, 'Oh, I'm scared to go,' right? I feel afraid. I must do that. I mean, that's pretty cheeky, but that's a good way to just yeah. attack the fear.
1: It's a good thing, yeah, because you you don't let the fear uh, rot in and and take you away from from your path. It's, a, it's a, yeah, it's a very important thing uh, to do it. And then she also said." that you have to uh, present yourself truly you, you know, with integrity. And we actually, I love that because um, she liked the example when we stated that she has a ve- very bubbly personality mm-hmm. and I don't. You know, I like to laugh and I like to have fun and everything, mm-hmm. but I'm more of a deep thinker, more mm-hmm. of a philosopher, yes. you know. And I used to struggle because I, I didn't want to be like that. I wanted to be like some other friend. Because every time she's there, for example, it's always fun and we laugh our head off. But then when I'm only, when it's only me, we have those deep, beautiful conversations, <laughs> which I love, yeah. but I used to think that they were wrong or they were boring. Yeah. Then I'm more out there, more being me. And I find more people that are interested in what I'm saying, mm. you know? So you know, I, it's just a, a process that we kind of believe that it has to be this way because we see it this quote unquote successful people, what we see in television, social media, they have this thing that is amazing to see on a screen. But that doesn't mean that's the only thing, you know, because you can't have success in any other way as long as you are true to yourself. You have to believe that to be happy where you are. Once you're happy where you are, it's easier to grow than just to struggle when you, you know, you are somewhere that you don't want to be thinking that you're not good enough because you have to be like that, that is, is always going to, yeah, it's, it's it's a horrible place to be.
0: Yeah, you can only be yourself and you will always be the best thing that you can ever be at being yourself because that's yeah. your unique DNA. You are unique, it's you the, All the
1: tools, all the skills, all the, all the physical characteristics. Yeah. You've been born with a perfect... Uh, toolkit to be you
0: yes yes the
1: best in the world to be you
0: but yeah we, there's we no, nobody else
1: can do your job yeah, no one nobody else can, else can do your job so it's better to accept the good and the
0: bad the ugly with the
1: pretty you yeah. know it's you know it's, it's unless, you're unless
0: you're clothed and even then and even then so scientists out there if you know what if you cloned me, uh, that would not have the same experiences. I would have the same DNA, but it wouldn't be me because they wouldn't have lived my life. So, yes. everybody- you know, that is completely true because my mother had an identical twin sister.
1: They, you know, they're the only the two people in the world, you know, identical twins that yeah. have the same genetics, completely different personality completely different so different they were so alike they were you know like two drops of water until they were i don't know in their 20s Mm -hmm. and then i remember for the 13 years that i had her my auntie used to come she lives in england actually and my auntie used to come every two every three years and since i was little i will i will always be able to tell them apart because they had different personalities, completely yeah. different personalities. Even yeah. though I can show you pictures, and they were they looked exactly the
0: same. Hilarious! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so true. Um, so know who you are. Be who you are be the best you you could be. Jerry Barrett said the same thing, knowing who you are, being authentic. He also said, and I think a lot of our other speakers have said the same thing. So this is a key takeaway, is know who you are. Actually, but get to and be honest with you. Oh, I think I like. Know, know what's in your heart. What really matters to you? And put that in your life, because that's going to bring you more happiness, more fulfillment, more belief, because when you are doing what you're supposed to do, it feels in alignment we have a clubhouse room about flow and alignment manifesting the flow and alignment and it's key when when things don't work because you're not because you're going against yourself when you're do, when it all comes together it, it just it just like it's like a cake it rises beautifully yeah get the right nice
1: ingredients yeah, but we also have to add another ingredient to that cake because it's part of the process ah. because we are born here with a mission with the skills and everything that you need to be you but then you're put in a blank canvas as a baby and you have to find that all on your own so if you come and you have a supportive parents like um <laughs> renaissance yes you might go through some some this path but then you come with this all this information but you don't know it and then you land in a uh, i don't know overachiever uh parent, but you're not and then you struggle. So it's easier said than done because Much. you have to you have to understand that it's a process. So if you're struggling now, it is a process. You don't have to stay there. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the only thing that will take you out of there is your attitude and your perspective. That it's also a process to learn. And the good thing that you can do is you can find mentors, you can find friends. So anybody that will give you a push, a notch, you know, a, a little um, comforting to help you find that path if you are not able to do it. So I really wanna put that out there. It's not as easy as many people many people may think because you already come with all those tools, but you have to learn to be comfortable in your body. You have to learn to be, to accept that those are skills, that those are gifts. It took me a long while to accept that I had a gift that I even could, You know, it's still kind of sometimes it's hard for me to say I have a gift. Mm-hmm. But I have to honor it because it's it's putting me here, right here, interviewing amazing people. Yes. Exactly. You know, and meeting people in clubhouse, and you know, being able to transform my clients' lives. Yes. So you know, it's still a struggle, but I don't care anymore. I just go ahead and <laughs> do what Renee says and take imperfect
0: action. Perfect, perfectly imperfect action. Now uh, that brings me to that. Renee brought brought up something fascinating, which was that she sometimes worries when she manifests bad things. Now We always talk about you're manifesting all the time. So you manifest when the car breaks down, you manifest when you get a windfall of money, you know, it's all the same. And those of us who are aware of that, we do stress a bit like, oh, um, my life isn't going the right direction, I have created that. And we talked a little bit, I thought it was a fascinating part of the interview, because we talked about what you can do like when you're worried about that, and um and we talked about learning from it and realizing that failure is part of the process which is what you've said yeah so do you want to talk a little bit about um you brought up yes. in a child so ways to manage when you aren't manifesting it right like or when it's is you're always manifesting it right but it's like the interpretation on it so maybe you'd like to talk about that
1: Yes. Thank you for that, Lisa. Yes. It's, I think it's, it's an amazing process because she talked about, she was doing some inner child work with a coach that she has. And she said, I don't remember exactly what she said, but she said, she kind of looks at that inner child and accepts what is given her and that she, you know, she explains to the child that she understands that this is because the child is trying to protect her. And we got to the place that when she shared with us that, that she could apply that same process. Because the idea is that when you are going through hardship, when you're down on yourself, when you have, are full of doubts, and that starts to manifest in your reality, because we are manifesting all the time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what I teach is take that as uh, an alert, the alert system mm. that is going, you know, and you find a way to be grateful for those moments as well, mm. Mm. because they are going to teach you. They the, the the hard moments. Um, depending on your perspective, even if you deal with them then, or you have to deal with them later because you weren't allowed for any reason, you still are opportunities of growth depending on how you see them, mm-hmm. you know? And I I think it's a very uh, blurry line because there are some uh, difficult circumstances much harder than others, but the difference is always going to be that if you interview, for example, or listen or read bios of people that have gone through hardship,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you manage to find a way some time to learn from those experiences, to look at them without all the emotional baggage and learn, you will become stronger on the other side. Mm. So, yeah. And then you might not find a way to be grateful for them. And it's not, you know, like Jeremy says, I don't want to, I, I don't like, I, I'm not my story. So those hard experiences weren't the ones that made me but in a way they were it, they weren't but they were because it's it's all part of you is that all part we, of you. Right? yeah in yeah. this three dimension we think that this is a duality you know the good bad and the par- bad parts but if you look at it as, as more of a quantum uh, physics or a quantum idea or a quantum understanding it's just two sides of the same coin
0: Exactly. And and so I like... I, I don't know if you or, or Renee said it, but I made a note. Um, you're mani- the, you manifest what you need to get to the next level. And so sometimes when it goes wrong... It's not that you've done like you've had. Well, you may have had some some negative energy, which made you manifest things which were negative. However, that might be part of the bigger process that you've said, because yeah. you needed to experience that to let to maybe maybe so that you can empathise with a client in the future, or maybe because you then develop sympathy and you become a kinder person that you never understood before, because life had always been easy for you. Yeah. So. It's like you said, it's like the the experiences in the bigger picture, like I always talk about, the zooming out of a trading chart. When you look at the the all time levels of something, you can see the bigger picture. When you zoom in today, it might not look make sense, but if you zoom out of your whole life picture, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um yeah. so another example of that. Um and uh so I'm just trying to see what else I think that was that was pretty much it. Uh, oh, incantations. She did a wonderful incantation song. Yes. So I think that was
1: it, lovely. I'm going to repeat that podcast over and over again. But I do, I have to go, Lisa, but I do yeah. want to, uh, I want to state something very important that she said. Okay, cool. It's when she said that I didn't want the fear to win. Yes. Um, I, I think it was very important because that helped her to be in the now. To be in the process and to detach from the outcome so it was kind of the perfect example of how you because she already had the goal but she wasn't so focused on the goal she knew what she wanted it's like you put it there on a shelf and you just look at it Mm -hmm. but then being focused on not letting the fear win in her case, it might not be the same case for other people, but in her case, actually helped her to go through the process and be in the hearing now and do anything that she had to do to overcome that fear. And mostly that meant quieting, quieting is that the way you say it? Quieting what? that voice yeah. that would try to creep in and take her away from you know her past. The
0: judging. I
1: think this is the perfect example or the perfect tool we can use to learn because it's a a very it's, it's so simple that it's you know i find that the most simplest things the harder to explain because you don't it's hard to understand them unless you go through the experience so i think this is a perfect example of how you you know what you want you focus on that and then you just let it go because it's already done it's already yours so you don't have to think about it anymore Right. And then you just focus on the day to day and the process, because then she she doesn't uh, make it as she needs to achieve that, you know, because then the actual outcome might be bigger and better or completely different, but it will feel much better than what she had in her mind. So that's the way you kind of, you have to know what you want, but then let it go. It doesn't matter if it happens or not, because the actual journey, the day-to-day, the process is the one that's going to make your life full, being here in the present,
0: right here, right now. Right here, right now. I love it. I love it. That's a great place to end up. So be here right now and be your 100% you. You're yes. the best you can be, best you. Yeah, whatever that can means, be. it doesn't have to mean something that you see on television. You have to
1: see, mean something that makes you really resonate with you.
0: Yeah, find yourself, find yourself. All right, guys, we're done. Thank we'll you. see you next week for another Dream Team Live podcast. Thank you, Brissa. And thank you, good my dear. from me. Take care. Okay. Okay. We'll meet huh? again in Clubhouse
1: and everywhere
0: that we meet. And yeah, follow us, follow us everywhere. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to the Dream Team podcast. You can catch Lisa and Marissa every Monday and Thursday. Don't forget to subscribe and review. And dream on.